This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. 50% of Americans want to make a career change, according to a study by the Harris Poll last year. That means there's a 50-50 chance you want to make a career change and add some spice to your work life. If that's you, well, knowing you want to make a career change is the easy part. The hard part is figuring out what change you want to make. Jason and I recently talked to a listener on the helpline who was struggling with this exact question. And I think this conversation actually put him on an entirely new path. But you decide. Here's our conversation. Greg, welcome to Help Wanted. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So, Greg, we're happy to have you here. You had a question. Why don't you tell us what it is? I work in the healthcare industry, and I'm looking for maybe a way out of it without taking a pay cut. Very difficult to do at the moment because of the lifestyle that I have, but I feel like there's opportunity out there that I might be missing. So I came to you guys. Well, we're so happy you did. Can you tell us a little bit more about what kind of money you make? Roughly, you don't have to be specific if you're uncomfortable, although if you want to be specific, you are most welcome to. And what kind of lifestyle you're referring to? Well, I do make in the six figures, and it took me a while to get there. My wife also works in the healthcare field, so we, we have a pretty good income, but we have a lot of debt to pay as well. Student debt? Mostly student debt, yeah. Everything else is pretty under control. You know, we're not afraid to spend money, like that kind of lifestyle. We're not afraid to travel, all that stuff. We don't have any kids at the moment, so money moves a little more freely than maybe some others. I started this in 2005 in the healthcare industry, and as time went on, it progressively got a little bit different, and especially in the year of 2020, it really opened my eyes. Did something happen in healthcare that year? Uh, <laughs> it, it just, it opened a lot of people's eyes, I think. And what I do is extremely important. I understand that. I work in imaging and it's a, a big help in diagnosing and treating and all this stuff for healthcare. But sometimes you don't feel appreciated. And it's not as gratifying as it used to be. I love my job, but I feel like I can be my own boss instead of working for somebody or big corporations and everything. Let me expand upon what you just said there to make sure we understand where you're thinking. Because you just said, be your own boss. So are you talking about finding another job in a different industry? Or are you talking about you want to start your own company? Either or, maybe. Uh, it's more of getting out of healthcare. Mm -hmm. Do you know what you would want to do? That's where I'm stuck. Do you know the genre? There's this thing I've been following. I'm sure you're all familiar with it, is the, the fulfilled by Amazon business that people do. I know there's a lot of work that involved and need to start off with a little bit of money to begin with, but I, I see people do it and it seems like it's a reality and I, I don't want to be stuck at a certain place and clock in and clock out. Are you talking about drop shipping? What are you talking about with Fulfilled by Amazon? Well, it seems people will buy products that me and you would buy and they would ship it to an Amazon facility and they do all the packaging for you. And when the consumer buys it, it goes into your pocket. So they're just doing the work for you, the, the Amazon people. And you're just kind of buying things cheap and selling high. Don't get into that business. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't get into that business. We're going to strike that one from the 
options. That's not a real business. That's a get rich quick scheme on the internet. I mean, there are people who make money doing that, but there are a lot more people who buy courses on how to do that and then don't make any money. No, I've, I've learned that. I was into the get rich quick idea early on and realized that it's not a reality. Well, it sounds like you are looking to switch because you want more fulfillment in your life. No pun intended with the Amazon fulfillment, but like actual Ooh, meaning <laughs> or passion around it. Is is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a couple of things to say. So it sounds like you have a clean slate of options and maybe it would be helpful for some sort of system or process to figure out how to narrow that down. Like maybe the opportunities you have and then the things you're interested in. This is what I personally did in my career. And then you find the shaded part of that Venn diagram. So you can list the access that you have to different industries. And then you can list the things that you're interested in. It's almost like connect the dots and see where there is some overlap. But stepping back, Jason and I already had an episode. Maybe you heard it. I'm not sure. But it's kind of coloring the way I'm approaching this story because we talked about how not all careers have to include something you're passionate about. You can find a lot of other things in life that you're passionate about, but where you work is where you have to optimize for making money because you can't really, unless you're doing nefarious things, which we also don't recommend, make money in other places, but you can find passion in other parts of your life. That's a great point. And we should just put it to you before we start completely tearing apart your career and imagining your future. That's right. What is it that you are feeling here? Are you do you go to work every day miserable and you cannot wait to get the hell out of there because you hate this so much? Or are you just searching for something that's going to feel fulfilling and you've just made the assumption that it has to take place at work? No, I don't hate going there. Not at all. It's just over time you see where the bottom line is. It's, it's not really what it used to be. And I'm a people person. I like taking care of people and I like helping them and helping them heal and all like things like that. But it's just not giving me the same feeling it used to. All it seems to be doing is paying the bills. I don't know if I want to start over, but something a little more fulfilling. Let me poke a couple holes in what you're saying though, Greg. You're saying that you like people, but you potentially want to be in a fulfillment business where you never see any people. Mm. You like the money, but you want to make more money. And so I'm trying to figure out what you're optimizing for. What is making you unhappy? What do you want more of that you're not getting? I like to be out and about. I like to travel as well. And this field doesn't allow you to travel as much. Maybe something I can work on my own and still see people out in the traveling world visiting places. So it sounds like you actually just want more free time. I, I like I'm really trying to get clear on what you're optimizing for. What do you want more of? What will make you more happy specifically? Mm, probably freedom, being able to just pick up and go and travel and do stuff and, and have fun personally, you know, not just always, I got to work tomorrow, I got to go to work today. Which is why get rich quick schemes on the internet appeal to you because you're trying to liberate yourself from some of the basics of work. And Nicole is right in identifying things that you're saying that feel conflicting. And I think that's the reason why you're having trouble figuring out where to go next is because 
you haven't quite identified what it is that's going to be most valuable. But you know what? Let's just indulge for a second in that what Greg wants is just some kind of change. You need to shake something up. And I'm going to propose two totally different avenues. Avenue number one, you should do something new that isn't related to work. Like, like a pickleball league. I don't know. That's like literally is basically where I'm going with this, which is something that requires you to learn a new skill that's going to engage you in a new community. And that's going to give you the feeling of learning something new. I had recently heard from a a guy I, I went to college with who I hadn't heard from in decades. And I had just put out this book about how to embrace change and I find out new opportunities. And he had seen it and he reached out and he was like, hey, I've been working at this hotel basically since college. And every day I show up at this hotel, I want to crawl out of my skin and I don't know what to do about it. But I'm terrified of like leaving and trying to start some other job now. And my response to him was, the idea of leaving this job at this point, it's too big for you. Doesn't mean that you can't at some point leave it. But right now in this moment, the idea of walking away from this when this is like the job that you have known, even though you don't love it, is just, it's not practical. So how about you take a class in something. You learn some new skill. You do something that's just going to bring newness into your life and it's going to start teaching you that newness can be fun. And you know what he did? He signed up for a dance class with his wife and he loved it. And it got him excited about something new. And look, this was just a couple months ago, so I don't know that he's made a big life change yet, but I guarantee you that in some weird way, taking that dance class is going to have lit a little fuse that's going to burn around and it's going to lead to some other large change because it's just going to get him out of that comfort zone and thinking about something new, which is something we all need to do. It's a muscle. Are you doing anything like that? Nothing really new. I mean, I play in men's soccer leagues and everything. Like I have activities outside of, of work but nothing where I'm actively taking a class or doing something I've never done before. You might want to, because you're doing a lot of grass is greener talk in our conversation here, where you're just like, I think traveling would be awesome. I think just spending time with people would be awesome. So go do some of that stuff and see what it's like and how it fits into your life. But now here's the other completely different direction that I'm going to go in, which is I'm going to say the word franchising. (laughs) And here's why. I know Nicole jaw drop. Because what you're describing in wanting to have more control over what it is that you do, of being a people person, of going out and like having some specific direction and ownership of something, sounds a lot like the reason that people get into franchising. And the reason is, of course, because they they want some freedom, but they don't have their own business idea. And they also don't really want to take the risk of starting their own business. Instead, what they do is they basically go through like a catalog, right? There's like endless franchises out there. And for what it's worth, Entrepreneur Magazine runs all these lists of franchises. And you could find something that you may not have any passion about, (laughs) frankly, which is fine, but that you really love that it puts you in a position of getting out in your community and serving people. You could buy a mobile franchise where it's not a storefront, it's just a van and you service people in some way that the franchise will train you how to do. And then it's on you. Go out there, meet people. You're a people person, get to know them, join the pickleball league and sell them on the new service or product. And this is a path that is very realistic for a lot of people. It's not get rich quick. You have to put in a lot of hard work 
you don't just buy a franchise and then make money. But it sounds to me like something that is at least worth flipping through and considering because you want something new. You don't really want to learn a new skill in order to do it because you don't want to spend all the time not earning the income. And yes, Greg, this is going to mean that you are not going to, at least for a year or two or more, make as much money as you do right now. But also, you don't have kids, so you have that flexibility. So now is actually the time to do something like that and take some kind of risk and reorient yourself so that you're back up to the comfortable living that you want to be making by the time you have kids, if you want kids. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And I certainly appreciate that advice and and both of you staring me in, in the direction of what to do and what not to do. But I'll definitely look into some of these suggestions and try to take off from there. Stick around. Help Wanted will be right back. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Welcome back to Help Wanted. Let's get to it. Do you have any brands that you like? Also, another plug, we did a money rehab episode on franchising with the former CEO of Dunkin' Brands, so Dunkin' Donuts and, and Baskin Robbins and things like that. Do I hear like a little Boston thing? <laughs> I'm I'm from Rhode Island, yeah. Close enough, yeah. There is a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner of every road that I travel on. Every corner? <laughs> Got it. You don't even have to take a car. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people can't figure out where I'm from. You said Boston, but some people say New York, but Rhode Island, we have that kind of distinct in the middle accent. New England vibe. What would you think? Like if we said, hey, Greg, would you want like a Dunkin' franchise? It's funny you say that. I actually looked into that several years ago. I was coaching a high school for about 10 years and one of the kids' moms has a bunch of those franchises. I didn't look too deep into it, but uh, it did cross my mind. They even looked into Subway and everything and, you know, those kinds of places. But there wasn't something that turned you off? The cost of starting one and I didn't have any money at the time. So I'm thinking, well, that's kind of out of reach. And I don't know what bank would loan me money, but I've grown myself a little bit. And if I if I wanted to do something like that, I don't think I'd have any, any problem as long as I knew what I was doing. The world of franchising is very broad. And the hardest things to get into 
are the things that everyone immediately associates with franchising. So a McDonald's or a Dunkin' or a Taco Bell. And the reason for that is because those giant brands, first of all, the build out of a restaurant is just insanely expensive. We're talking millions of dollars. But also because of the scale of those brands, sorry to break it to you, Greg, they don't want to work with you. And the reason for that is because they want to work with experienced restaurant operators who are going to buy like 10, 20, 50 units at a time. They're, they're not interested in a one-off operator. But that's okay because the world of franchising is also full of a ton of brands that you may never have heard of, but that you actually would enjoy running. I'm not a franchise salesperson here. This just struck me as an interesting direction for you to think about. But I'm just looking at the latest list in Entrepreneur, and it's about the fastest growing franchises in the country. Number one, just in terms of number of new units that have been opened, is a company called Stratus Building Solutions. It's an environmentally friendly commercial cleaning and disinfecting company. The startup cost, the initial payment to start up, is between $4,500 and nearly $80,000. So that's going to depend on the market that you're in and so on. But that's much more reasonable than a Dunkin' Donuts, for example. Now, you may not have just felt a flutter of your heart when I said commercial cleaning, but that's okay because there are tons of other brands that do tons of different things. And a lot of this is going to be consumer facing. And a lot of this is going to require being a people person. I bet some of the things that you have learned in imaging, not the actual technical work, but simply maybe how to operate in a large system, how to navigate bureaucracy, how to work with a team, how to be an operator of some kind. These are things that are going to be valuable in that kind of space. And now we're getting to what are the things that you've learned that are transferable? Well, that's certainly one way to look at it. <laughs> that's an endorsement. <laughs> that's like, hey, Jason, stupid idea. Put down your yeah. magazine and your list. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> but I actually don't think you're saying that, Greg. I think you're processing it. I don't mind the franchising thing. And I, like I said, I've looked into it before. I know I do have some skills that people would go for. But when they see my resume, it's only medical. There's nothing else on there. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. You just need money. I just talk to these people all the time. They do not care if you have a background in the thing that the company does. In fact, oftentimes they prefer that you don't because otherwise you're going to be too precious about mm -hmm. it. You know, you're going to come in and you're going to be like, oh, I'm an educator, so I know how to run this franchise school. No, no, the franchise school knows how to run the franchise school. They need someone to come in and just be really committed to learning the system and executing it. So they're not going to care about that. They're going to care that you're responsible. They're going to care that you know how to connect with consumers. There are things that they're going to be looking for, but whether or not you have experience beyond medical is not something they care well, that's about. That's good to hear. Yeah. So I, I may definitely look more into these franchising things. And who knows, there may be things around here other than these chain restaurants like the Taco Bells and the Dunkin' Donuts that I can even look into. I just pulled up Entrepreneur's list of the top franchises for less than $50,000. So you can see what we're talking about at a low investment level. The first few are all actually commercial cleaning, interestingly. And then you've got Goosehead Insurance, Realty One Group, Ruderman, Dream Vacations, which is a oh, travel agency. Hey. And Next Home, which is real estate. Yeah, that's true. Then you could travel around. For what it's worth, I have spoken on a cruise ship to a convention of Dream Vacations franchisees. I like the sound of that. 
There Woo! you go. This is it. Do I get a commission? I think so. <laughs> Wait, there's a huge Greg smile that's happening right now. Yeah. yeah. We haven't seen this is the, it. even the bottom teeth until right now, Greg. <laughs> They're gorgeous. <laughs> that does sound really good, actually. Your face lit up. So this is a thing that you can operate from home. I talked to a lot of people who were in this. They were not all travel experts before this, but they had a love of travel and they help people plan their dream vacations. Now, Greg, this is not a layup because you're going to have to go out and find those customers and you're going to have to learn a lot about every cruise line out there and every tour that you could take around the pyramids and whatever. But I met a lot of these people on that cruise ship and they were really happy and they are business owners and they're indulging in travel, which they love. And the startup cost for Dream Vacations is between two and $21,000. Do you have $2,000? I think so. I think I can scrap that up. Do you have $21,000? I think so. Sweet. Boom. I think that'll be something to look into. I think you're into it. I'm going on a cruise in the end of the year, so. Ah, you're already <laughs> well, a cruiser. I'll definitely look into to more of that and see what I can come up with. And who knows, maybe this could be the start of my new career here. If it is, we can't wait to run into you on the cruise ship. Yeah, and I'll definitely come back to you guys and tell you how it all works out if it ends up. That would be awesome. I'm not going on a cruise just for any record <laughs> that is anyone is keeping. But you get uh, after it, Nicole, Greg. You just you just blew uh, our sponsorship deal with Dream Vacations. <laughs> damn it. Does this give you more direction? It does. It gives me more clarity. And I didn't mean to put down your imaging franchise type of thing, but I think I'm just trying to move away from the, the healthcare system. And it just changes the way you think. And I think being out of that, when I'm traveling around and I'm doing different things, I'm not even thinking of that stuff. This may be a, who knows, maybe a life-changing thing. Talk to my wife about everything and then see if we can make some changes. I think an important thing for people who are listening to this to then do for themselves is to just start trying on ideas. At the very beginning of this, Greg, you felt pretty boxed in and you weren't even able to really articulate where it is that you wanted to go. And the breakthrough came from me just literally reading off a bunch of names of companies. And as I was doing that, Nicole spotting that you smiled when I said travel agent. And that is meaningful. And I think the first thing that people should do is just try on ideas. It's a very low risk activity. It's free. Going through a list of something and just saying, would I like that? Is that something I could imagine doing? This does not require any effort, does not require any money, and it could change your life. And also, always ask your wife. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> She's the boss. Yes, I will definitely run everything by her before I quit my job. That is <laughs> good. Good, I, good advice. That's man. the best advice that's come on this episode. <laughs> Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon. 